This episode of the Radio DePaul podcast is brought to you by Snarf Sandwiches. Handcrafted, oven-toasted, ridiculously addictive. And by Hakabaka Kati Rolls, bringing Indian street food to your dinner plate. Carmen, T-Pain, The Neighborhood. What do all these artists have in common? Well, they're all coming to DePaul. It's a fest episode this week on the Radio DePaul podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 31 of the Radio DePaul podcast. Derek Peters here with you. We're talking about Fest this week, the annual music festival that brings artists to DePaul's quad right behind us here at uh, DePaul's University Hall. That's where Radio DePaul studios are located. So it's right outside our back door. And we're going to take this whole episode to to look at Fest, to... um, Get excited for Fest this weekend. And it's been a while since we've had any music here on the Radio DePaul podcast. And that's going to change right now because we're going to start this week's show with a track from the band Roddenmouth. They're a DePaul band. And they actually won the Battle of the Bands competition that took place when Dab did their big fest reveal that revealed the artists that would be coming to campus uh, for the concert this weekend. Roddenmouth was there. They won the Battle of the Bands competition. So we're going to take a listen to them right now. Burn is going to kick us off here on the Radio DePaul podcast by Roddenmouth. That I need to be mean and that'll never be me But I'm on fire and I know that I need to be clean But I'll never succeed Yeah I feel higher knowing I can never go home and live in But I'm just It's what I needed, and 
Check out Roddenmouth on Bandcamp, Facebook, Twitter to stay up to date with what they're doing and keep an eye out because they have an EP coming out later this summer. There was another winner at that Battle of the Bands competition that I mentioned. Roddenmouth was one of them. The other was DJ Affinity, who you might know from her Radio DePaul show. She's one of our own. And because she won that competition... Zara, a.k.a. DJ Affinity, is going to be opening for the After Hours show uh, for Grand Theft. So after Fest takes place, Zara is going to be opening up the after show. Matthew Barbusio sat down with her to talk about how excited she is to open that event. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to have you in here. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. You're a hot ticket now. Tell us what you do. So, okay, I host Radio DePaul's The Mash with DJ Affinity every Friday, 5.30 to 7. And essentially, that's actually where I had my foundation at DePaul, was doing a live mix show on Radio DePaul itself. So after that, I got more exposed to the student body through different opportunities in the Greek community from some of my sorority sisters, and then... I also have DJed for some Demon Thon events in the Student Center and all that, yeah. Fantastic. So what about live performing makes it, you seem incredibly passionate about it, and I actually have had shows after you, and you, uh, I've heard you do it. Um, what about live performing, and especially in that realm of DJing, is so appealing? I mean, if you're performing in front of like a huge body of people, I think it's like, a personal touch. It's like you're telling a bit of yourself. You're sharing with the audience, okay, what songs matter to you. Mm -hmm. So with my very first live performance, which was actually last year at a underground music festival called Day Trip, I made my set in such a way that would relate to my experience with music growing up. So I took okay. this, yeah. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, so the first opening clip I used was actually a song that I heard in my childhood. It was a hit in the 90s, and I used some different aspects of my what culture. What was the song? Um, 
it was a remix of some Bollywood song in the 90s. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So I incorporated different aspects of my identity into my mix. So I had, you know, some uh, Bollywood remixes, some Arabic music, also some Spanish music because I speak Spanish too. Cool. So I included some remixes of that. So is that, does that permeate your entire set list? Is like when I go to see a DJ Affinity show, am I going to get a... A, f- a fusion of like cultures and different. Yeah, what I like, what I'm gonna incorporate in Fest, just a mild preview, is some of the beats I include are a little, have a little more of an ethnic vibe to it. Um, I do include a couple of Spanish songs in there. Um, I just like to keep it like a lot diverse, and I know the student population really well, so then I also match up my music to the demographics of the student body. Yeah, DePaul is an incredibly diverse school, and it deserves diverse music. Um, So I wanted to ask you how you got this opportunity to open for Grand Theft at the After Hours um, at Fest. It's a pretty... um, I I went when I was a freshman and sophomore, so I remember it was a pretty cool time. So how did you get that gig? Well, okay... Ever since I was a freshman, I always set myself like mini goals. Mm-hmm. One of my dreams at DePaul was to actually op- be the opening DJ for Fest. It was always something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I missed the deadline last year to do it. Yeah. And oh. this year I decided, you know what, the minute I see a flyer, I'm going to sign up. So I did. Uh, I signed up on the allotted date and. Um, we were told that our sets were supposed to be 10 minutes, so I took like a 10-minute sample of songs that ranged in speed and ranged in um, subgenre, and uh, yeah. And you I, that you just sent it to them and they said, this is good, we can no. have you, or what's up? So basically, I w- went to Lincoln Hall. Mm-hmm. I had my mixer, had my laptop, everything was ready. I practiced a mix just so that I could know and be in control of which song to switch and there was an audience of students there Mm -hmm. a lot of my sorority sisters made it out there so basically the DJs were voted on based on how the crowd liked them so so the crowd was all for you yeah it was they're really they're really really supportive and I'm really thankful about that opportunity and yeah I played a lot of songs the audience was really moved the judges were also pretty moved and students had the chance to vote on the computer to vote for their favorite DJ and between like the DJ competition there were three of us including myself so yeah and you took it down yep basically (laughs) awesome and so to wrap it up I want to know your thoughts on who you're opening for uh, Grand Theft I've I've never heard of him but I'm not really tapped into that culture. Are you and are you excited to be yeah, I opening think for it's, him? Yeah, I think it's an amazing opportunity to open for such a talented artist, um, especially in front of the student population. I had the chance to open up for a female DJ uh, last year, and that opportunity was really great. And I think that every performer, every DJ, every artist, they have their own style, and it's going to be interesting to see um, what kinds of styles come up during Fest? Awesome. Well, good luck. And it's tomorrow. Fest is tomorrow. We're th- recording this on Thursday. So good luck. Thank you. (laughs) 
We're going to close this week's episode with a snippet from a remote broadcast that myself and Eli Herskovich did last Tuesday at Snarf Sandwiches right off campus. With uh, We talked to Betsy Lugo, who was the fest organizer and coordinator for this year, one of the people who was really the uh, driving force towards getting this event off um, without a hitch. And so we caught up with her to talk a little bit about logistics and um, what it was like to put this event together. We are talking about Fest, as Snarfs is one of the Fest sponsors. And to help us talk about Fest, we have somebody who actually knows what she's talking about when she talks about Fest. <laughs> which Derek and I don't uh, really which know. we don't. No, we're purely fans. So uh, Betsy Lugo here is with us. She's a Fest coordinator expert on Fest. Betsy, thank you for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Let's talk a little bit about your role on Fest. Um, we were talking a little bit about it off air, but what's your year been like working towards this event on Friday? So I have been working on this event for a little over a year, actually. On my time hop, it just came up that Fest happened a year ago yesterday, I think, or two days ago. Um, So really, it's been a whole planning process at the very beginning from doing the forum to then the survey and then a bunch of events in between. Um, That's basically what I've been up to. So now it's crunch time, three days left, and we'll see what's left of it. You mentioned that survey. Sorry to cut Eli off there, but you mentioned that survey. That's the survey that the students get to um, vote on who they would like to see play Fest. Um, Do you remember who some of the other artists were on that survey that did not get chosen? Yeah, there was um, for openers, we had B.O.B. on there. Okay, I might get the orders confused. (laughs) We had B.O.B., we had Chance the Rapper, um, Middle Act, we had Borns, um... I honestly, there were so many on there. I remember like a select few. Those three come. Oh, Cold War Kids was on the middle act too. And then for After Hours, we had Grand Theft was on there. Um, Carmen was on. Or no, Carmen was not After Hours. Um, Oh, the cataracts, I think, um, cool. bag raiders. There was a few on After Hours, too, so there was a number of them. The, the acts that won out, of course, Carmen, T-Pain, The Neighborhood. Yes. Yeah, how did you guys come, uh, when you look at those three artists, when you had to bring it down to those three, how, did the, how was that decision made? Yeah, so off of the survey, after you know everyone has voted on who they want to see, we definitely take that into consideration. We gather numbers, we look at um, various things, but really what it comes down to is on the side of the numbers availability um, when people are on tour when they can come to the school um, and there's you know ver- various elements that go into it um, so that's ultimately how they're chosen this year we didn't even have a middle act on there we had um, a headliner and an opener so the middle act was surprisingly thrown in which is super exciting I think it really like um, gathers the whole lineup together so there's a diverse eclectic group and I'm really excited yeah I'm sure when you were thinking about bands or artists to get you didn't think you'd be able to get T-Pain. No, it was not an individual that I thought, okay, yeah, let's have him. Um, but when he was presented, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, we can have a middle act, of course, T-Pain. Who wouldn't love him? We were talking about this earlier. There is not one person I've ever met who can say they do not like T-Pain. So. Are you most excited for T-Pain, would you say? You know, Friday? people have been asking me this, and I love all of the artists that, I, that are on there. You're the um, expert, though. you got to have one. There, I honestly cannot choose. T-Pain is... 
a classic. Like you love every single one of the songs. But I've recently started listening to the Neighborhood, especially their last album that they dropped. I think that they dropped um, in 2015, and it is so beautiful. Like every single song on there is so great and really deep. I listen to it every morning when I'm kind of like still waking up. I need something slow to bring me to my day. Um, and even the opener, Carmen is just such a you know feel good type of group. And even now, before we were listening to um, Carmen, it just like felt good. Like you like listening to them. And you're a sophomore, so you've been through Fest once before. Um, and as we said, you're, of course, a coordinator for this year. Um, what advice do you have for people who are coming out to Fest on Friday? Any tips of the trade? Yeah, what that you should can they share? do? What should they not do? Right. So this is something that we think about a lot throughout the planning process. Um, we're fortunate enough to sponsor with uh, Office of Health Promotion and Wellness, who kind of does the common sense things that we should really, really consider when it comes to the day of fest. So staying hydrated, taking care of yourself, um, and just making the day as best as it possibly can be. Um, but I think when it comes to essentials as well, comfortable shoes, um, you're going to be outside for long points of the day. And I haven't had the opportunity to be in the crowd because I helped out with volunteers last year. I was the organizer for that. Um, but I hear that it gets pretty intense in the crowd. So I would also suggest um, just being in the best state of mind that you could possibly be in so that you are being safe and aware of everything that's happening in there. If well, you don't when you have T-Pain on the ticket, things are going to get rowdy. That's true. If you don't want to <laughs> be in the mosh pit, stay back. <laughs> yeah, and there's so many ways to see the stage. Obviously, we have a huge production crew that puts the stage up the night before. So really any point of the quad that you go to, it is a good view to the stage. So that shouldn't be an issue. <laughs> For sure. So who are some of the other people that you've worked with the, uh, the, through, to make this event possible throughout the year um, that you want to mention and that you've been able to uh, build a relationship with throughout this year yeah so i think the core of this entire event is my assistant crew there are a total of 13 of them and they range from so many aspects of the concert that people probably do not even think about um a lot of depaul doesn't even know that this is 100 percent student run from top to bottom it is me and my uh, group of assistants um so we have people from an after hours assistant who works solely on after hours we have a volunteers assistant who focuses on organizing that tickets and security and first aid there are so many elements to this event that it really needs just that one particular person to be focusing exclusively on one portion of it so shout out to them they have been working so hard um especially you know while we're in crunch time when it comes to the promotional events they help me with every single step of the way and i would like to thank them <laughs> i love them <laughs> shout out to them you, you mentioned a couple of times the sort of logistics of reaching out to these artists, seeing if they can come, if they can come, you know, how much do they want to get paid, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, when you are getting ready to start reaching out to these artists, are you, are you, were you nervous at all um, the first couple times you sent out those emails? Yeah, so we actually work with a middle agent. Um, a middle agent focuses especially on um, universities and other organizations that want to get an artist to come perform at their organization, office, or university, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, so we use that middle agent who is kind of the median between us as DePaul and the artists themselves and their agents. So I 
never actually had to speak with anyone, which is good because, you know, <laughs> those are really important. A little nerve-wracking. Yeah, so I'm actually kind of happy that it works out that way. But we have a really great middle agent who's been helping us every step of the way. He knows Fest like the back of his hand. We've been using him for a very him and his company for a very long time. So that's actually what goes on that people probably also don't think about very much. But, yeah, he's definitely there. Who would be your dream artist, living or dead, that you could have bring to Fest? The Beatles. You got to see the Beatles. The Beatles are a good one. You Maybe can't ask her a question, then immediately then tell her what she has to say. <laughs> Sometimes you have to I, say I, I, I read your mind. I knew you were thinking the Beatles. The Beatles definitely came to mind. I have a very wide range of interests when it comes to artists. Um, I I have to say Kendrick Lamar. I've seen him perform multiple times, and he's just phenomenal to see live. Um, so that would probably be my number one. But honestly, if you want after this, like I could give you a list of people that I would love to have come perform. Write them down for Derek. I will. <laughs> the Beatles, number one. <laughs> for sure. Looking at the attendance numbers from last year to this year, what are you guys expecting for the crowd? So we are currently in the process of selling tickets, so we don't have an official number. But it looks like it's going to be really good. Um, we're still selling tickets this week from 9 to 5 in the Office of Student Involvement. So it's really up to the very last minute that we can tell like who's going to be coming and how many people will be there. But we prepare for, for the biggest crowd ever. So we're ready for anything that comes our way, big or small. And you said that tickets are still available. They're available through Thursday, is mm -hmm. that correct? So anytime from now until Thursday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, that's the Office of Student Involvement in both the Loop and the uh, Lincoln Park campuses? Yes, they will be available there. Um, I think, I'm not sure if we've run out of rain insurance tickets, but definitely get there as soon as possible. Just in case it does get rained out, you have um, your guaranteed admittance to the show. So how is that decision process going to go down, whether you guys have it outside or inside? Yeah, so it hasn't been done in a very long time, um, but... We basically get a bunch of departments together, talk about things. With that as well, there are so many things that go into deciding if a show will be rained out or not. It's not just will there be rain. It is will there be lightning, will there be heavy winds. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. So we will be deciding um, within the upcoming week, but let's keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> Hopefully we can hope for the best. Beautiful out there today. Hopefully that holds on for until yes. uh, Friday. You mentioned the production value. You, the stage the audio equipment and stuff is that different when you move from outside to inside is that does that production change yeah we've um been talking about it a little bit recently and yeah since they're preparing to put things outdoors there's you know this huge stage that fits basically that entire quad if you've ever been to fest before um so indoors it would basically be just like the after hours and the fest stage mixed together so we're still working out the logistics of it you know there hasn't been any rain calls or anything so as of now it is outdoors um and we're already planned and everything for that so it's just a small transition of putting one stage in with another you're only a sophomore, so you've been to one fest, but what was maybe your favorite moment of last year's fest that you're trying to replicate this year? Obviously, different artists, but same experience? I would say so. So last year, I was the volunteers assistant. So I gathered volunteers from the DePaul community, all students, as this is like 100% student run. Um, and I basically just uh, like helped with that. So I organized where they were volunteering, what times they were volunteering, when they got their free ticket, because you get a free ticket when you volunteer. Um, 
So I think my favorite experience with all of that was working with the community that I worked with because we have a different assistant team every year. So again, there was about 13 or 14 assistants last year and every single one of them was so great. I was just a freshman last year. So it was kind of weird coming from, you know, high school when I did like National Honor Society events that were really small and like with just my suburb. A little bit bigger. Yeah, just a tad bit bigger. <laughs> um, so it was a whole new world for me. But these people really opened up the opportunity to ask questions and learn so much and when I had the opportunity to become the coordinator I ran with it because I had already learned so much from that previous team that's going to do it for us this week on the radio DePaul podcast be sure to tune in next week as that will be our last episode of the year and it is going to be a good one. So keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, you can listen to Radio DePaul Sports at RadioDePaulSports.com. You can listen to Radio DePaul at Radio.DePaul.edu. Excuse me. Or you can listen to both on the Radio DePaul app. And you can also listen to our show on the Radio DePaul app. Speaking of our show, you can subscribe to our show in iTunes or follow us on SoundCloud, and we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on iTunes if you're there. Uh, it helps us get noticed by more people, and that's always something that we like to do. Like I said, next week is going to be our last episode of the quarter. In the meantime, enjoy Fest and have a great weekend from the Radio DePaul podcast. If you're feeling so hungry, you could eat an elephant. Snarf's has the best ingredients for sandwiches most elegant. Choose your favorite sandwich, or perhaps a salad or a soup. They'll pop it in the oven, and when it's ready, give a whoop. Your taste buds will cheer, your tummy will rejoice. Because you went to Snarf's, you made the right choice. Need to feed an army or running short on time? Snarf's caters and delivers. You can eat even order online. Visit Snarf Sandwiches at 955 West Webster Avenue. Show your DePaul ID and receive free chips and a fountain drink with the purchase of a sandwich or salad. Too cold to go outside? Get 50% off your order on Snarf's mobile app or website, eatatsnarfs.com, with promo code SNARFS50. Handcrafted, oven toasted, ridiculously addictive. Snarfalicious will be your new philosophy. It's already predicted. Hey, what are you eating over there? It's a cotton roll from Hakabaka. What? It's a cotton roll from Hakabaka. Chewbacca? No, a cotton roll from Hakabaka. Oh, what's that? It's a pan-seared flatbread, layered with an egg, filled with fresh meat and toppings, and finished off with one of their four house-made chutneys. Wow, that sounds really good. It's like an Indian burrito. But I'm a vegan. Hakabaka has tons of vegetarian and vegan options, like chickpeas or three flavors of an artisan cheese called paneer. They even have rice bowls and salad bowls, if that's how you roll. I'll see you later. I'm going over to Hakabaka Rolls. Come on into Hakabaka Rolls, located on the east side of the 1237 West Fullerton Building, and try a Cotty Roll for yourself. Order for dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. Show your DePaul ID for a $6.99 DePaul combo or free lentil soup with any purchase. Wow, that is good. Told you. Hakabaka Rolls, bringing Indian street food to your dinner plate.